You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Hello, Art History Babes listeners. Just a heads up, a little content warning, if you will. This is a very candid and explicit conversation surrounding sexuality, eroticism, and pornography. So if that's not your vibe, no worries. We'll just catch you on the next episode. If it is your vibe, welcome. We're glad you're here. And please enjoy this episode on erotic art. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Jen. I'm Natalie. I'm Ginny. And we are the Art History Babes. That we are. Greetings. We we did it. (laughs) (laughs) The Art History Babes. We did it. (laughs) So I'm going to be really obnoxiously drooling during this video because I have an wow. annoying addiction because I felt like picking up smoking again and then I thought that that was a stupid stupid idea so I'm doing a only kind of stupid idea I like it I like it I feel like yeah, yeah not I feel like I mean we already talked about how Jenny kind of just has a vibe going on aesthetically I like the Hawaiian shirt and jewel. Like that's yeah. a, that's a vibe too. I'm, I'm a big fan. Thank you. Thank you for your support. <laughs> Anytime. Strong vibes only for this episode. Because this is going to be such a fun episode. We're so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. So you probably know if you looked at the title, we're talking about sex. We're talking about sexy art. Uh, also known as erotic art. If you Ooh. Want to sound, I don't know, like fancy, learned. It's erotic. Dare yeah. I say erotica? Erotica. I love the word erotica. Me too. I, I don't know. That A just does something. I know. Which, like, I mean, we'll get into this, but erotica is like akin to kitsch, kind of. Oh, there's a relationship there. So we have so much to talk about, so many topics. First, we're going to just dive into something very contemporary and also very synchronistic because we have had this episode planned for really like months now. We've been thinking about it. And and then this week, Lil Nas X dropped Montero, Call Me By Your Name. And uh, the 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 world 
has been ablaze. <laughs> yeah. The, the world yeah, stood still. <laughs> everyone has feelings on this. And it's like, it's so fun. Like people, I mean, obviously we know there are people losing their goddamn minds about it. And, but then there's just also so much excitement, like, so, yeah. <laughs> which is so where we lie. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think I saw on Twitter that satanic panic was trending and I was like, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Cause I love anything satanic panic related. <laughs> yeah. And I clicked on it and it's all this stuff about Lil Nas X and I'm going to be a hundred percent real i have no idea who the fuck this person is Lil, i really Lil Nas X? i don't know who he is he's or, um and, he's the the uh what was that fucking old song? town road old town yeah. road gonna take my horse to the old town road <laughs> sure right so i really am behind the times i'm wearing the dad hawaiian shirt <laughs> I listen to Santana. I just, I'm like, uh, I'm, w- I'm with you, Jen, but this sucked me in. If you haven't right. watched the video yet. Then... No, I did. Okay. And, I was going to say, I, I listened to a couple of, uh, hot takes on it and, uh, I am just, I'm enthralled. You know, I think it's so much fun and I it love is. that everyone's pissed. Yeah. That's yeah. So good. Totally. No, I, um, I know. I mean, there's so much to say in the, terms of I'm glad you brought up satanic panic actually Mm. for my other podcast for happy harvest horror show Brian and I are going to record on satanic panic this week yes so much fun Um, yes and it's huge right now and there are so many intersections this obviously is a huge reason but also like QAnon. QAnon. Yep. QAnon is a form of satanic protect panic. Protect the children. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> protect the yes. children. So there's just uh, culturally, we are. We're, we're in the midst of a satanic panic. The difference, I feel like, between this satanic panic and our most, most recent, which was the 80s, mm-hmm. is that it is like equally, if not more popular to be on the side of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Satan has gained gained speed in this fight. (laughs) Truly. Like in the last Satanic Panic, there were, of course, uh, a lot of cultural subgroups that were leaning into it. But it was still very much a cultural subgroup thing. This one, it feels like pop culture is like, nah, we're going to we're with, you know, Lil Nas X. We're like on this side, Um, which I think is really exciting. (laughs) It is. It's very fun. It is. I think to watch play out, especially as someone who has been very interested in satanic panic as a historical occurrence that has happened Mm -hmm. many times. It's cool. It's interesting. And I think you only, I mean, if you haven't picked it up already, you only have to listen to our episode that we did about the devil a a while back to know how we feel about this music video. (laughs) Yeah, none of us are Satanists per se, but I stand the devil, you know? Yeah. Is that, is that right? I mean, I, stand yeah, I think you use that correctly. I have no idea, but I'm going to endorse it because, you know, I'm going to bring it back to Bojack whenever I can. I keep thinking of that episode with a Sextina Aquafina where she does the brat brat oh, yeah. pew pew video and Diane is like, 
you know, understandably upset because it's very personal to her in the episode, the whole context. And I'm not going to explain it all here, but if you've seen it, you'll know. But there's a really great line where she's talking to this girl and she's basically like, does it not offend you? Like, don't her lyrics offend you? And this teenager is like, well, you know, she's not being like literal, right? <laughs> like it's it's art basically is the context of this young girl explanation and it really brings diane back to like reality and to that place that i think people need to go right now with Lil nas x and this whole video and this whole subject because even the fact that i saw an article because i haven't really engaged or read or looked at all of the criticism because i can imagine but i saw something that said that christians were very upset about him using their iconography and when i watched it i was like this is our history, man. Like, what do you mean Christianity? Yeah, like, it's not your he's taking this out of the canon of art. This is not just like him. Yeah, it, it was that was a weird one for me. Yeah, I think I mean, obviously, with this video, the first thing I thought about was our devil episode that we did um, for a couple different reasons. One, because it's so clear. It's so clear that it's all about it's all about symbolism. Right. And in this context it is a symbol that's being used to make a statement and that was kind of the approach we took in the devil episode but also bringing it back around to the bigger topic at hand here we also got pretty hot for the devil in that episode i don't know if you you remember i remember (laughs) um you know so um this horny on main (laughs) (laughs) did we inspire this music video i think so i think it was us it was us and it was south park to be honest (laughs) for real (laughs) south park (laughs) like a shout out truly i actually saw a tweet about that that was like y'all are afraid of how you're kids are going to react to Lil Nas X. When I was 12, the devil was having sex with Saddam Hussein and I'm fine. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it, so true. It is so true. Obviously, lots of controversy with this video, but also it's just been it's just been really cool and really exciting, especially the way that Lil Nas X has dealt with it has been. Yes unbelievably brilliant everyone should take lessons from him on how to deal with the internet how to deal with hate he's the only person i think that gets it like like even so he's not having a great time like consistently right now so that's not to negate the fact that like that kind of criticism and that intensity is a lot for a person to handle so even though he's doing it so so well he's been honest at moments about how like draining this actually is to have to deal with all the negativity being thrown at him all the accusations and people acting like he he was supposed to live up to some expectation because their kids liked his song Mm -hmm. i mean it's very similar to obviously this one is dealing with the satan imagery but like it's very similar to the kind of shit we saw with like wop and we've seen there as well people for some reason expect little nas x and cardi b to be raising their children for some reason which is that wasn't like the case when we were kids like we we were fed uh sexually explicit pop culture too and like yeah but but just because the britney doc just came around and i feel like seeing Mm. some of that now because when i was a kid i didn't think about it that way but seeing some of it as an adult 
it was like she was getting decent amounts of criticism and hate for that. But yeah, I mean, I think collectively it's different in a way. Yeah, I guess yeah. I meant it. I meant it more as like, and we're fine. Like, like yeah, completely. I mean, of course. But I'm yeah. messed up for other reasons <laughs> because I got horny when I was 12 or something. Like <laughs> sure. that was gonna happen regardless. Really? Okay? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, there's plenty of reasons to be <laughs> yeah. messed up, but that's not one of them. No. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to look that hard to <laughs> interact or see something that's going to make you horny when you are like a preteen totally yeah it's Just, um you know table it could legs, really be anything um <laughs> you should definitely watch the video it's beautiful like as a yeah, work is beautifully done it is it's brilliant and then also like the messaging is fucking brilliant you know it's right it's taking that whole thing where all this built up talk among religions that like oh if you are this you're going to hell if you are gay you're going to the inferno and like what i just love yeah (laughs) uh dante's yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) but what i loved was just his like audacity throughout the music video to just be like okay this is where you've been telling me I'm gonna go for like who I am so like fuck you I'll go down there on a fucking stripper pole it's gonna be lit it's gonna be so good it's a it's a super powerful message it's a super and and that connects back to that satan imagery and how in a lot of ways satan and the devil has always represented people that exist outside of yeah, the, the norms of society and yeah some degree yeah and um and that's why yeah it's it it's such such a baller move to beautifully write a stripper pole down to hell but then also like the end of the video when he fucking like snaps his neck and then like takes the horns you're like damn yeah, like, <gasps> he, yeah. he's like, the king of hell now he is the king of hell as a work of art it's so smart so well done uh so much symbolism and and so clearly done too such a clear message and then also the fact that there was all this additional content surrounding it i think was super interesting like the shoes the shoes that he did oh yeah actual drop of blood in them so good and there are like these additional like youtube videos like um one of my favorites is actually just uh you're in the bathroom of hell while little Nas X gives Satan a lap dance in the other room. And the video is just a red bathroom. And then you hear the music, but it's muffled because it's like in the other room. <laughs> and it actually kind of reminded me of the bathrooms at SF MoMA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. But I, it's just the whole thing is just, yeah, a brilliant work of art. And good art typically lends itself to controversy so yeah yeah that's so true it's so true yeah I because I've been really interested in like that resurgence of satanic panic we're having but in the 21st century version of it and it's uh it's dumb it's stupid <laughs> yeah. just gonna go on the record and uh it's things dumb. that challenge that or make fun of it in a way that's like critical and 
artistic and fun. I'm all for it. Same. For Same. It. Word. Love it. I think this video definitely could be lumped into the the world of erotic art. Oh, yeah. I agree. I think that all of the feathers that have been ruffled uh, in our puritanical Western society... <laughs> Um, this is the perfect segue to get into just what the heck we mean when we talk about erotic art. Totally. Yes. So what do we mean? That's a great segue. What do we mean when we talk about erotic art? (laughs) Jen's really good at those segues. You are. You're very good at segues. Thank you. Well, what do we mean? Well, look, I've got a straight up (laughs) little definition here that i can read if anyone is interested okay so this is um this is from wikipedia.org the um (laughs) you know the the seminal uh source for all things uh, scholarly Mm -hmm. so erotic art is a broad field of the visual arts including any artistic work intended to evoke erotic arousal usually depicting human nudity and or sexual activity it has included works in almost any visual medium including drawings engravings films paintings photographs and sculptures some of the earliest known works of art include erotic themes which have recurred with varying prominence in different societies throughout history however it has also been widely considered taboo with either social norms or laws restricting its creation, distribution, and possession, particularly when it's deemed to be pornographic, immoral, or obscene. And that last part is really important. Totally. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally. So I think to some degree we can already say, like, uh, it's subjective as hell. Um, Depending on who you are. Uh, and what you feel about things, you may be comfortable calling something erotic art. Someone else may uh, scoff and and call that same thing pornography in a negative light. And it, this has been a, I feel like a debate that has existed through all of art history, probably. Like so, like since mm. like the development of a academic approach to looking at images i feel like this has been a question what is erotic art what is okay uh you know why why are some naked images worthy of being put in prestigious institutions while other images are looked at as smut and like you know really derogatory Naked versus nude. Yes, exactly. Which is kind of silly. (laughs) I mean, and it so is subjective. And there's been a lot of attempts to try to define it. And so there's this Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy that defined erotic art as art that is made of the intention to stimulate its target audience sexually and that exceeds to some extent in doing so. <laughs> so and technical. That's so, but also it's like you 
So does that mean if I just look at some Mondrian, but it makes me horny for some reason, is that erotic art? You know, yeah. like, dude, that's such a good question. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. Like, I don't know why this red square like right here is really getting me hot right now. <laughs> this is erotic art. That one. Truly. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's a great way to think about it, because sexual arousal like talk about an infinite topic yeah. like <laughs> it's, yeah it's not a small container it's vast as the seas yes, and also, <laughs> yes. so vast mm-hmm. uh but it's also like We've talked about this on the show multiple times. Categorizing art this way, like the way that people try and do to erotic art, is hard. It's always hard. Like there's so many variables and different, like specific situation. I don't know. It it just seems like a losing game to me to try to come up with a succinct definition for what erotic art is. Like, the more specific, the more silly it sounds to me. I feel like you have to get kind of expansive and open-minded in order to actually understand erotic art. Yeah. And I feel like trying to nail down a definition to the line between erotic art and pornography has been in our cultural lexicon now for so long. Just because I'm obsessed with this quote, there's been so many Supreme Court cases about what is pornographic and like what is what should be censored so in 1964 the supreme court justice potter stewart he famously said that the distinction was intuitive saying about hardcore pornography which would not be legally protected as erotic art i know it when i see it and i just think that is just so American, like that's <laughs> so American. It's like a yeah. dad answer, like, 100%. No, like I can't tell you what it is, but I'll tell you when I see it. Like, yeah, okay, but only I, sure. I know it though. Like, yeah. like not you, and don't even try. <laughs> I know it when I see it. <laughs> no, totally. That's such a yeah, such a classic classic line coming from the uh, United States Supreme Court. (laughs) So, yeah, this distinction then, I would argue, comes down to place and setting in a lot of cases. (laughs) That means that our definitions are constantly shifting and will constantly change depending Mm -hmm. on where we are, what it is, what's happening. And so I think that do we have to draw the line? I that's that's where I get stuck is like why do we why even bother, you know? I yeah. mean, but it, <laughs> yeah. You know, some people's pornography are other people's <laughs> fine art and vice versa. And Truly. like I, that's very well said, Jen, honestly. <laughs> Truly. Like, but it's also I agree completely I it's also interesting to me that we even go to that length though that we have this for whatever reason the word pornography often means like the bad kind right 
and erotic mm-hmm. art means the quotation marks the good kind exactly the, the why, classy kind <laughs> yeah why do we have these distinctions but why do we have one word that means that it's bad that's just how that word is used like it's it's more dangerous there's just a different there's a stigma so yeah there we go stigma just a, a different vibe around it all around and it's very stigmatized but the words erotic art do not really elicit that reaction i mean they still no. kind of might make some people like oh but the, it doesn't elicit the reaction of pornography and so mm-hmm. it's like why is there two words that mean the same thing but one yeah is is high high value and the other mm-hmm. one is lower value i think too so much of it is further exacerbated in like our contemporary age of like mass internet free access porn mm-hmm. and sites like porn hub yeah and shit like that where because a lot of that and, and this is me speaking personally a lot of like what I've come across on sites like that is a lot of like really misogynistic shit and a lot of shit that like glorifies like underaged people totally being sexually active. And, and, and that's like where it does for me (laughs) get into like territory where it's like, okay, this, this isn't erotic. This is just like, I don't know what what exploitative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Should should Pornhub rebrand to erotic art hub? (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my god! I think they, that, that they would be lose fine. Like at wokeness, percent <laughs> of their content. Oh yeah, it just it would have to evaporate. Yeah, but I think also I think I think even just the the term pornography is like a 19th century term, or that's when it really like developed in our sense of kind of the word, and then I think it's developed even further in like the internet age. So that really makes like a distinction, but like a lot of erotic art that's been around since the beginning of time, like if you look at erotic art from different periods, like I don't even think people were looking at it the way of like we think of like porn, like I'm watching this so I can like, you know, masturbate. Like I think in a lot of cases, erotic art is also just meant to like stimulate and be entertaining and be fun. And if you want to like tug one out, cool. Sure. (laughs) Um, For sure. You know, to be fair, I feel like that's my approach to pornography now. Like sometimes like it's just it's just entertaining. Like it's just, you know, yeah, it's just interesting. Like that's usually what I say when I look at porn. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. That's interesting. interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to see a bit about an art historian watching porn. I mean, I think there's a lot to analyze. I think there's plenty to analyze. And I totally agree, Jenny. And that's like such a huge conversation. It's yeah. It's immense. uh, Yeah. The, (laughs) complicated aspects of pornography and where it to a certain degree is harmful like I I do think there is a lot to be said on that subject but also the fact that that is a thing and there is problematic aspects of of a lot of mainstream porn sites 
I feel like also gets taken as an argument to make all porn or all erotic art bad or like yes. it gets taken by that very yeah puritanical mentality that mm -hmm. wants sex to be bad and dirty and then right. that is used as as an example Weaponized. like that yeah that is that's yeah. evidence for that argument when that is just not the case because as mm -hmm. we're discussing like sexual material erotic art pornography is just such an immense thing and there is plenty of it that is created you know for the sake of enjoying sex and enjoying human connection and expressing something or expressing something about yourself or you yeah. know all of the really positive aspects of being human and being a human who is enjoying or intrigued by sex and so it just gets complicated it does, it does get complicated i wanted to very quickly i'm reminded of of a i have a memory that i think is very <laughs> oh. um i think it's it's it fits here what we often do as westerners is that we put our labels on things and then those are the labels that remain on those things and so being raised in western society and encountering say maybe cultures from the far east and deciding that maybe something is pornographic and so i'm reminded of when i was pretty young i might must have been i don't know like eight or nine years old and my grandparents came to visit from mexico and they love chinatown mexicans love chinatown in san francisco and so we go and there's this store that i don't even know if it's there anymore but it was um it's like a gallery in the middle of chinatown and part of this gallery just featured these like huge wooden phalluses that are something that you see in japanese and chinese and even like thai cultures and other places too the phallus representing vitality and good luck and all these things but my grandparents are just like what is happening here like it's just dicks like there's just dicks up in here and they were so scandalized and it was just like so like oh my god you know like in in this idea that this is a pornographic store and like these things that are artifacts that are actually expensive that people would spend a lot of money on are like just porn and i remember being like maybe eight or nine years old and being like i don't know if it is <laughs> You know, just like, yeah. I think maybe totally. this is not porn. I think there's this is supposed to be art. And um, yeah, you're like, I've grown up with the Internet. I don't think this is porn. <laughs> I've seen porn and this is not it, you guys. <laughs> I know it when I see it. I know. <laughs> I love imagining nine-year-old Jen like, being like, no. <laughs> I know it when I, I know see it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like, such a, an immense, complicated topic. I, I don't think any of us claim to have answers, but also I, I think we all kind of stand by that there isn't a clear answer in trying to define these things. I think that's mm -hmm. kind of the space we're coming from. It reminds me of your feminist art 
entry, Corey, where you talk about like the idea of people trying to label all art created by women as feminist art Mm -hmm. and that like tying to this, you can't say that all art that represents something sexual is meant to be erotic and you can't say that all art that elicits erotic feelings like is you know what I mean it's it's gray on either end and and that also comes into the conversation too of like eroticism sex that's what eroticism is suggesting like that word but the human body and like the naked human body is not inherently sexual and so going back to your example Jen like a phallus it could just be a, a dick like and like yeah. <laughs> or like 50 percent of the population just was born with that, that piece, piece of anatomy and like <laughs> and like that isn't inherently sexual the same way like my boobs aren't inherently sexual they right. can be seen in a sexual context yeah that connects to like the the breastfeeding argument and like the women's nipple argument so like right. there's just so much oh god there's so much free the nip Yeah, free the nip for sure. So, I mean, that's complicated, too, because is a nude photograph inherently erotic? I don't think so. Like, Uh, nah, brah. Lots of nude bodies that I was like, no, it's not erotic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, my nude body in my life is not always erotic. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, no one is in a state of like sexuality and like eroticism 100% of the time, but you always have a body. Like, (laughs) you always got that body. It's always there. It's always there. And if you want to take it on a sexual journey, great. That's awesome. I think this is the biggest, like the bigger idea we're really coming at this episode with. There has been very little art historical work done on erotic art. It's a scary topic to art historians. And I get why. Because when I was reading some of the quotes today about people, mostly men, uh, trying to define erotic art or just talk about it, man, (laughs) they they are at a loss for words. I mean, they use many, many, many words, but the actual like (laughs) substance of those words is just, it's... It's interesting. And I'll get to that later because when I talk about my subject that I got prepared, I kind of get into that idea of like when you try and separate the emotion out of eroticism, it kind of loses itself. So someone trying to talk about erotic art without really uh, embracing the feeling of eroticism, it's going to sound kind of silly. Totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. Mm -hmm. Do a simple Google search. You're not going to find a ton of books on erotic art at all. Yeah. So I like that's what I wanted to say (laughs) really quick. If any of this is seeming at all disjointed or disorganized, it's because there is not a whole lot out there to really pour over. Uh, Aside from glossy Toshin books with like really gauzy you know rococo titties you know <laughs> rococo titties gauzy, yeah, nice. gauzy rococo titties would be like a great twitter handle <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well you can have on it. anything i but- know gauzy rococo titties i love that someone write that down all right yeah, I that's that's good um, all right i'll do it <laughs> yeah so it's a shame because 
there's it's such an expansive topic and it's also uh such such a human topic no matter how you feel about sex no matter where you are on the spectrum of sexuality no matter any of those things like sex is why all of us are here it's why all of us exist like it is so so human like it's the most human (laughs) and the fact that like we run from the topic from including it in a subject which like you know if you've been listening to us for a while I I would say it's pretty evident that we all care a lot about art history because we care about art as an extension of humanity right and like if art is an extension of humanity it just makes sense that it should be exploring such a human topic and like all of its infinite layers so yeah 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 (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) one more time for the people in the back yes yes Gauzy Rococo titties. <laughs> New great. name of the episode. <laughs> That's so really good. Nice. That's so good. Should we take a quick break? Let's yeah. take a break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat of somebody. Oh, Ooh, we've returned. Hope you enjoyed that message from our sponsors. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're jumping into something kind of new and kind of exciting. Not kind of new, very new. Uh, we are, we're starting, we're embarking on a new adventure. We're embarking on a very new, exciting adventure, and we are going to be creating an additional platform as part of the Art History Babes universe. If you've listened to this episode this far, obviously, this is a topic that we think there is so much uncharted territory. There's so much to talk about. It is something we all care about a lot. It's something we're all very interested in. I think it's super relevant and just super important to being a human and also a human that's interested in art and content and visual culture. So we have decided to create the drum roll. Anyone want to give me a drum roll? (laughs) (laughs) By Jewel. One-handed. 
<laughs> Jewel. <laughs> we are creating the Art History Babes Center for Erotic Art. Yeah. Yes, it's it's going to be a, sexy. A, a sprawling center um, in, sprawling. The, in the Alps of Italy, close <laughs> to the border of Switzerland. It uh, was a former monastery, oh, yeah. but we bought it with all of our millions <laughs> and um, all of our Patreon money. Monastery. <laughs> Jenny, I love the way your mind works. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, obviously we don't have the resources to do that, but God, uh, yeah. thank, you. thank you. Yeah, thank you for putting that out into the universe. Um, <laughs> this uh, center, it will be a digital space, just like the rest of our platform. <laughs> it will be a digital center, and we want it to be just, we just want it to be a really cool spot, uh, a space playful space for exploration and celebration of sexuality and erotic art and just for you know the sensual creative type who craves art and connection and in- <laughs> that's we're, we're, that's we're us. yeah we're that person us so if you are also that person, we would love for you to join us over there. We want to have lots of honest and open discussions of erotic art, history, visual culture, sexuality, sexual healing, sex magic. We're hoping to do a lot of interviews with artists, contemporary artists who focus on erotica, um, mm-hmm. creators that work in the sex workspace, sexy book content creator recommendations, um, body exploration, creative movement, like all the things, pretty much all the things we've been talking about so far on this episode. Yeah, we didn't have enough time here (laughs) to talk about all the things we want to talk about. So we're creating a whole nother platform. And I mean, this is definitely going to be an adult space. So this is not for the youth And yeah, and if you're feeling any kind of way about this announcement, no sweat, like, you know, sexuality is a whole vast thing and people's relation to it are personal and whatever. So if this isn't something that interests you, no big deal. No need to engage. No reason necessary. But this is for people who do want to engage and we're going to be subscription based service. So we'll be making money off of it inherently, which will be nice, meaning that will feed back into the art related podcast, which won't change at all. So you, regardless of your interest in this project, this is going to benefit anyone who finds value in our content. It's going to make everything better. And if it is something that you're interested in, come check it out because we're very excited about it. And we think that sexuality, sensuality is something to be celebrated, explored. We believe in being very sex positive. So um, we just want to create a fun atmosphere where that can be talked about in a way that people are consenting and excited and yeah, want to be there. Yes. Um, That's it. That's it. That's it. And so Yeah, as we said, this will be an adult space and it will be separate from this space. This podcast feed that you're listening to right now will continue with a lot of the same kinds of content it has always included. But this space, the 
AHB Center for Erotic Art will be found at OnlyFans.com slash <laughs> Art Babes. That's our OnlyFans handle. So at A-R-T-B-A-B-E-S. OnlyFans.com slash Art Babes. It'll be linked down below for you as well. That's where you can find us. And we decided to use this platform because we think it is... A very, it's a very interesting platform for creators. If you're unfamiliar with OnlyFans, it has gotten a lot of attention for just being like a space for sex creators, like sex workers, which that is part of it. And we uh, support and appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But it's mm -hmm. also a space for just all kinds of content. A lot of creators are on there creating all kinds of things. Um, and it's a sub subscription-based service so that creators can get paid, which we also love, 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 love. And yeah, and it's obviously very sex positive. We don't have to deal with censorship over there, which is wonderful. And we also really like OnlyFans because it is a very autonomous space for creators, for sex workers. People get to make the content they want to make and they get to get paid for it and they get to control who is on their platform. And we just think that is such a wonderful thing for the future of erotic art, pornography, whatever, however you want to define it. And we're excited to be over there and to be a part of it yeah. and to also highlight creators we find that we really like and be a part of that community for sure and yeah. hopefully only fans like in its sort of overall business model is something that is going to have a greater impact just for like digital creators and creators at large because we've talked about it before so many creators put in hours and hours of labor with little to minimal return and it can get very daunting and bleak sometimes <laughs> and I personally have loved seeing like OnlyFans and and like Patreon and and, and more like platforms that are subscription based that are trying to give like what Corey was saying more autonomy and more financial structure to people like us who are making stuff and sharing it mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. yeah. And I believe that OnlyFans is going to be just a really dynamic platform that this podcast can interact in because if our listeners weren't already aware, we are pro sex work and we are pro sex and pro sexuality and we want to express that more openly and freely in the people that we want to showcase that we want to talk to and the subject matter that we want to bring to the table no. um that however doesn't necessarily mean that art history babes are going blue and we're gonna be making porn that's not what we're sorry gonna... if you were excited i know so it... many fantasies you just ruined the i know well maybe pop that balloon <laughs> you don't know i mean there's still time but um oh my god i'm just kidding um oh, i just so oh this whole thing um <laughs> I'm wearing like bondage gear all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> we're not, 
making porn you should you uh, should check out if you're listening to this on the regular feed you should check out the youtube because <laughs> yeah jen's, jen's vibe is immaculate right now like it's i'm like a strong. dad with like a hawaiian shirt on but then this is me this is peak me it fits you so good it's so, great thank you perfect that's very sweet but no really we are aware that OnlyFans has the connotation of being uh, like a strictly pornography, sex work based platform. And I think that it's going to be really fun for a lot of our listeners that want to go subscribe to OnlyFans and see what we're up to, because I think you will be pleasantly surprised by the range of content and what a niche we're going to be able to carve for ourselves. Totally. Should I reveal this on here, Corey, that we've been slowly workshopping an art historical erotic fiction? Go for it. Yeah. That'll that'll give us accountability. Yeah, do it. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. We need it. But, you know, Corey and I, at the beginning of the, the pandemic, were workshopping a art historical erotic fiction. And I think what we all collectively have talked about is that like at heart, we're all just like a bunch of nerds who like art and kind of like magic and how we haven't really, it's been harder to find like erotic material that like blends like creativity and like some actual research Mm -hmm. and, you know, real like, thought to it so like I'm looking forward to this new venue that we're going down and like getting in touch with more of like the creators who are making the kinds of things that like we've wanted to see more of and giving that more visibility and also finishing our our um book yes our erotic fiction yeah for us, this platform is very like we're all stoked. It we're it's very exciting because it just seems like such a cool place for intersection of our interests and like yeah, for just kind of extending our community and creating a space that's just very comfortable and safe and welcoming where we can talk about all aspects of sexuality and art and visual culture and all of it. It's it's ultimately something we wanted to see more of and a good I guess inspirational rule in life like if there's something you really want to see or want to see more of and it doesn't exist you should make it yourself so we're gonna try (laughs) we're gonna go for it and it's supposed to be really fun if it like we said earlier if, if you got feels about it that are uncomfortable feels that's okay. Just keep an open mind. Like that's all we ask is just keep an open mind. We did not change into people that you don't know overnight. <laughs> like <laughs> if this feels foreign no. to you, but before this you felt very like you were in it with us, just keep an open mind. Like we're not we haven't changed. Um no. this is going to be yeah. a very fun space that is simpatico with everything that we do and you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. No big deal. Yeah, but it, um, at the end of the day, it's a space you need to seek out and you need to subscribe to if you are interested in it. That's what we want. Something that's going to get pushed out to you on our regular channels where, you know, it, it's it's a it's a 
engagement. It's a <laughs> consent. It's an agreement. Exactly. We're all about consent here. We're big True. fans of consent. True. Yeah. So yeah, um, we hope to see you over there. We have so, so many ideas. Like it's very exciting. Once again, it's onlyfans.com slash art babes, A-R-T-B-A-B-E-S. And that's where you can find us. Yeah. And also if you are really into this idea and you're going to subscribe or whatever, and you have stuff you'd really like to see in this space, please email us. Like we'd love to hear suggestions. Yes. So arthistorybabes at gmail.com with suggestions for what kind of content you think would be really cool on this platform. We'd love to hear that. Also, just to get you started, we are going to post the second half of this episode as our inaugural episode. That will be our first podcast on OnlyFans. And we are going to be covering, what do we got? We've got erotic art in Pompeii we're going to talk about. We've got Shunga. We've got Audrey Lord talking more about the erotic as power and eroticism and pornography, that whole discussion. We're going to go a little bit more in depth, I think, with, with Lil Nas X. So if you want to listen to the rest of this episode, if you are excited and you've enjoyed this discussion thus far, just pop over there. It's waiting for you right now. And we hope to see you there. It's going to be a party. Please check it out. We love you. We love Love you. you See you at the Art History Babes Center for Erotic Art. Mm -hmm. Yes, we will see you there. um, (laughs) It's uh, it's, um, $3,000 for a weekend. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) When you're you're on the site, you can imagine you're in Italy. Like, I'm done. Oh, sure. Let's do some some fantasies. Like, that's onlyfans.com slash art babes. And yeah, we hope to see you there. And if we don't, you know, we'll catch you next time on this channel with your regularly scheduled content. Yeah. Cool. We did it. We don't give a shit. <laughs> That's a Tura. You. You don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't give a fuck about I, you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's an energy, man. No, the, yeah, that's that big is. dick energy is what that, that is. is. <laughs> My mom has big dick energy. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.